Welcome to Search for Lawful Government with Ron Avery. And it is August the 31st in the year of the Lord, 2023. And uh, I must admit, uh, I'm having a problem even uh, keeping up with my own show program. Uh, like uh, last Tuesday, um, we had Lark uh, on the show, and then we were talking about... Uh, uh, communitarianism and principles of property and lawful government and such. And he mentioned some names of people that we should know about. And I haven't had time to, to research them since the show. Uh, and But he's got a lot of good things to, uh, to uh, make us aware of and bring to our attention. And I thought, let's just keep this conversation going because... What I realized really is the more I hear from him, and he was on uh, Mark Anderson's show, Stop the Presses, yesterday. And um, uh, there's just a lot of good information. And what I like about what he is saying is the sources of this information, where this, where these concepts come from that are leading us astray and wrecking, really wrecking the world and, and causing a lot of tyranny all around. And it appears to be truly in this doctrine they, that is, these people have themselves identified as communitarianism. And we ought to call it the same if they want to name themselves. That's fine. And uh, so, but we ought to know who these people are and the kinds of techniques and what they are saying, what their principles are. Because I'd like to show that communitarianism in totality is unlawful. The entire thing is unlawful uh, compared to the principles of property that establish, that can only establish and maintain lawful government and what it is and, and keep us from being in tyranny, which is the worst social condition of mankind. There is no condition worse than tyranny. And this is what this is what we've ended up in. We somehow we started off good in this country, pretty good, at least pretty good. We didn't start off perfect, but we started off a lot better than other countries were even at the time we started. And we've ended up back into tyranny. So anyway, I want to welcome Lark uh, and uh, or Lawrence Cumby back to the show today. Uh, so how are you doing, Lark? Uh, not too bad. The heat is a little less oppressive. And so... Yeah, that's, uh, by the way, your sound is very good right now, so that's super. Oh, cool. Yeah, I got back on uh, the speaker phone doodad. So I think oh, we're okay. good. Okay. So do you want to pick up where you left off there about uh, our least favorite C word in the whole world? <laughs> yeah, I do. And by the way, I want to I want to start off with with what we were talking about right before the show, because uh, I, I was really rude. I called Lark today about 30 minutes before the show and, and I kind of uh, wanted him to come on, you know, come on the show again today. And uh, so he agreed to it. So I jumped uh, jumped on that. And w we were talking, yeah, about. Uh, uh, what what these principles are that these people are talking about, and how they're how they're winning the the minds of young people, 
and and these people are located on these college campuses and they're they're selling this snake oil that looks good to people uh they're selling it to them and unless people know the principles of property uh that form lawful government these people are just subject to and also christianity this is antichrist material and 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 people that that uh, that adopt these doctrines uh, actually are ignorant of the relationship between God and man, and what man is, and what what uh, what he has been endowed with by his Creator. That is, and that is what they're attacking. They don't want you and I to have anything. They want you and I to be asking them for permission to do anything and everything and to to live, ask for permission to live, and where to live and how to live. And this is simply not how God intended man to live on earth. That's just, that's just the truth of it. So anyway, yeah, I definitely want to talk about, pick up about this communitarianism uh, and... These college campuses, and you were telling me about two or three authors that had written books that had been really absorbed. And even when we were in school back in the '60s and stuff, and the and the the traps we fell into as well, and they were out there then too. And so, why don't you pick up on some of that college experience and stuff? Well, of course. <clears throat> In my humble estimation, there exists one word and only one word in the English language which best describes what we're witnessing today. Now, if you don't like this word because it's got too many syllables, uh, well, that's fine. I, I, I can appreciate that because, uh, you know, when we're talking about things like letters and numbers, what we're really talking about are mere representations of reality as we know it today. Okay, and so, if you don't like the word communitarianism, how about the word totalitarianism? Because that's what communitarianism is. It's just the current flavor, the flavor of the moment, sort of like Baskin-Robbins, flavor of the month, you know, (laughs) Uh, for really what is called global to local uh, dictatorship of the community. And these are loaded words. But yes, yes, it's it's a form of totalitarianism. And when you think about what any form of totalitarianism or any kind of totalitarian system embodies, what we're talking about is one thing that they all have in common. They have their own abstruse, convoluted, very complicated ideology. That's what they have in common. In other words... They intend that the ism itself is so impregnable to your understanding and deciphering and figuring out that uh, obviously you must, uh, you know, uh, not be not be not as smart as all the smart guys out there. And so what you do is you bend to their will That's because right. you don't you can't figure out what the hell they're talking about. And uh, they they employ so much. uh convoluted language to make you think that you're part of a uh, a wave of something good you know we're going to save the planet 
You know, we're going to combat terrorism. We're going to win the war on drugs, the war on crime, the war on terror. And, and, and see, none of us can quite figure all this out, given what we are seeing, like even on the news, on the TV. Right. But see, this, this, is, this is exactly where they want us. They want us so confused that we don't know which end is up. Right. And we need their help to understand this. They have to explain it to us. That reminds me of the of the uh, uh, the the um, the banking cartel, the the Federal Reserve system and all of that uh, and and what they and all their economics is so complicated uh, that that you, you you're not supposed to understand it. And it uh, but in reality, the thing is very simple. It's crooked and unlawful. And but they don't want you to know that. They want you thinking about all oh, it's a, it's pulling levers and knowing what to do and all of that's lawful. And these guys get to pull the levers. That's right. And so really what that boils down to. Uh, is what we call learned helplessness theory. In other words, they want you to learn to be helpless. <laughs> I love it. That's really that. That really is it. Uh, it's pretty obvious that that's that's what they are doing and want you to do. Learn, and you have to learn to be helpless. I think that's correct too. So, Even uh, because you're naturally helpful, you, you you can naturally figure something out if somebody is not busy confusing you. Right. Well, of course, when they seek to inculcate this idea of learned helplessness into you. What happens is that you are unpinned from all your foundations, your moorings in life. For example, your Christian faith. Right. You, you, start, you start to question everything. And see, this goes to something that Vladimir Lenin was particularly fond of. It was simply called critical theory. Yeah. And that yeah. morphed into what we know today in today's lexicon is is uh, critical race theory, you yes. know, and and all this other kind of stuff. Because when you look at the, the you know, when we look at communitarianism, what we're looking at is a rebranding of both capitalism and communism. So everything you once thought capitalism was or even everything that you once thought communism was, most people I've ever met in life don't know what the hell it is. <laughs> they just know. They just know it's. Uh, it ain't good, you right, know. It, right. It must be. It must be all those freeloaders and those welfare moms that are doing it, you know. Or, uh, you know, what's causing all this uh, rot? You know, the the open borders and and all that other kind of stuff. And they have a right yeah. to question these things, you know. And it's all well and good. But the bottom line is this: you've got to know what it is that they seek uh, in terms of their policies with this so-called communitarian agenda, because we live in a hyper-connected world, a time of instant communication. This has allowed them to be able to uh, do a lot of things that they heretofore had not been able to accomplish in the past. Yes. And that's why I say, you know, when I first stumbled on this word, I realized what, because I was a late adapter to the internet in 04. It was already popularized by about 1992, with the uh, launch of, uh, you know, products like, uh, you know, Microsoft and then Apple and and so forth. But what it, what they do is they've got these experimental 
educational theories that they want to promote and uh, whoop on us. And that would be with what I call false sciences like computer science and the social sciences. You know, we have to remember who it is that's the founder of modern sociology, for instance. And what was he, what it is he stands for. And I tell people all the time, you know, you need to just do a search on the internet for something called Masters of Seduction. It was written written by Jerry Lynn Ball in the year 2000. So she was actually speaking about these things, as was Joan Vion before Nikki Rapana picked up on these things. Nikki Nikki Rapana, the oldest thing you can find online today that she wrote is simply called Understanding the Third Way. And you can do a search. That was written just before 9-11. But in in Masters of Seduction, this gentleman, Auguste Comte, who was a French utopian socialist, I call him. Yeah. uh, He's the one uh, that actually coined these words like sociology and especially this word altruism. Altruism is a word that he coined. Altruism? That's right. And then it was really? translated into English as altruism, is obviously in the French uh, initially. Huh. But, you know, he was also the guy behind positivism and logical positivism. Well, when, when was that book written? Uh, when, when did he write this? Uh, or, and what, about what time? Uh, that would have been in the uh, 19th century, I believe. You can look Early, him up. Like 1920s, yeah. along with the... Uh, that would Fabian socialist stuff, or that, that's the 20th century, Ron. The, the 1920s. Oh so, yeah, right. Okay, and you said the 19th century, so in the 1800s. Yeah, I'm going to look him up right now, just so y'all can have this information very clear. And don't forget, Masters of Seduction. Do a search; you can find it, no problem. Sure. Anyway, uh, he was uh, actually born in 1798, and he died in 1857. Okay, okay. So he is called the father of sociology. He actually coined the word in English from the French, because he's French. The father uh, of sociology? That's right. And also, let's not forget this word, altruism. And when, you know, at my website, there's there's an entry called Lark on Communitarianism, where where I attempt to list all the isms that are necessary and which must be discussed and that comprise this all-encompassing so-called ism or school of thought known as communitarianism. And the uh-huh. first one is that one of the first is altruism. But we have to remember there is such a thing as psychological inversion or reversal. And there's also such a thing as pathological altruism. So all this stuff that the do-gooders out there are saying we got to do regarding climate change and the despoiling of the planet and all this other kind of stuff, this is really rooted in what's called false science and pathological altruism. So, <laughs> I'm, you know, I hate to be convoluted and, uh, you know, and everything else. But remember, this guy, Auguste Comte, was uh, influenced by the likes of Henri de Saint-Simon. And uh, uh, also John Stuart Mill. Oh, yeah. You know, so you can read about him. And then, you know, I've I've brought up this guy's name many times before. His name is Emile Durkheim. Now, he was a French uh, utopian socialist. Okay. 
And Emil, Emil Durkheim wrote a book in 1897 called Suicide. This guy was, I mean, uh, he was obsessed with this thing called suicide. Crazy. And so basically what I de- determined is that he, along with a lot of people, were trying to determine how it is that you could get people to off themselves. Yes. But he was disguising it because he acted like he just really cared. And that, you know, suicide was a horrible thing and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, this guy was hardly a, uh, a Christian. Yes, you know, that's what it sounds thing. like. It. Right. So anyway, I would invite everyone to read that thing called Masters of Seduction. That's 23 years old. Jerry Lynn Ball, if she's even alive today, lived in California. Good. And, uh, you know, I've talked about her in the past as well as people like Bernadine Smith who passed away, you know, just within the last year or two. I mean, these are these are these are women that are really American heroes. You know, yeah, you know, do you, you almost should have a reading list on your website, just books that we ought to read and look at uh, authors. You know, uh, this is fascinating material, man, because this is our enemies. These people are hell bent on destruction of of lawful society. I mean, this is, this is tyranny. Well, don't forget, when we talk about social contract theory, so-called, you know, contemporaneous. Uh, oh, hang on, Lark and everybody. We got to take a quick break and we'll be right back after this. My name is John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is, really, is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. I'm so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pastures meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pastures meats, and even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom-of-the-barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free, terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low-quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasteurized meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. 
Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. But I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your delight. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork. Raised the way nature intended. Search for Lawful Government with Ron Avery here at RBN, and we're on the short segment, and I see we already have a couple of callers, and that's really great. I'd like to uh, have them hang on at least maybe to the bottom of the hour, but maybe a little sooner. Uh, Lark, uh, can you finish up on what you were saying right before the break? Yeah, I will, and I want to. I'd like to get to the callers as well, because of course, the the more we can discuss these things openly and honestly, the better off we're all going to be. Absolutely, in yes. my opinion, uh, and it's difficult sometimes with uh, uh, internet radio and the like, and it's 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 difficult even in private life, you know. And yes, it is the, the real world, but uh, you know, when we talk about social contract theory, this is supposedly our. Uh, relationship with the powers that be the government the law all these kind of things so so we have to contrast the worldviews of not only john locke but also thomas hobbes and uh uh jean-jacques rousseau right and and of course i i'm a big fan just like you of of locke naturally yes yes i think he's superior than those other two you've mentioned i've I've read the other two. You don't come up with anything that you can really grab onto with those guys. I mean, they they say some good things here and there, but it's it's not it, it's not a structured thing uh, based on very few principles as John Locke's is. It's simple, and he builds upon it in uh, to to build the building blocks of lawful society based on property. And by the way, he uh, he benefited from reading and knowing about the likes of Frederick Bastiat. Yes. You know, well, Bastiat the- came later, but but he did base on earlier prior uh, authors too. One of them being uh, Rev- Reverend Samuel Rutherford, 
who wrote Lex Rex, Law is King, and and other people of his time, too, that maybe weren't as well-known or even authors, but he was using their material as well. He, like, compiled a system based on property. He even referred to him, he, he even said of himself that he was happy with his work, that no one has written the principles of, of property better better than he has himself. So he knew that he had come up with something fantastic that would be uh, wonderful for humanity. And I'd like to say, you know, before we bring on the callers, Ron, that, that people can easily find me on the Internet, uh, simply tinyurl.com forward slash Larkin, Texas, or just type in the words Larkin, Texas in any search engine. And look for the word home as you scroll down. That's me. Yes, I, good. I, I good. Put that, we put that website up in 2000. I don't add to it uh, because I don't want to complicate things. I want people to read it. They can read every word on that website in under an hour. And I want them to just ask themselves the questions. Is it important that I know about this word and this yes. law called communitarian law? Yes or no? Does it yeah. touch upon my life? Yes or no? You see? And that's well, Mark, what, I, what I like about that, you're like me in that respect. I have about six websites. All of them are databases, really. It's not like you go there to see what's happening today. There's so many places. I get, I get a barrage of email every day from everybody who's running for office and everybody's got this. And somebody found this and discovered that is just a barrage of stuff. I mean, I, I I delete most of it because I can't even. I don't even have time to scan all that much material. And uh, you know, but but your site, like you say, it's it's got fundamental principle on it, and and you're identifying the enemy on there and how they're accomplishing their goals. That's what you know. In terms of news, I'd like to say. People get so wrapped up in the news. My opinion of the news today is there isn't any news. What we're seeing and what we're calling news is two dinosaurs fighting to be who's going to be the Tyrannosaurus, who's going to be the, the next tyrant. But the, there's no struggle for lawful government. You don't, you don't, you don't see the, the people... Uh, making a great doctrine or publishing a, a declaration of any kind or making a the people are not organized themselves and they are not in a defense mode of their property and they are not making news they don't even know what to do or how to do it or how to do anything and this is my point people need to learn what to do and just continuing this going down and pulling a lever every two and four years is not happening. But anyway, uh, I want everybody to stay with us because we have come up on the break, and we'll take those callers right when we get back. Okay, so we got a few more seconds here. So, Lark, um, that was that was a good lead-in, and we'll be right back after this word from our sponsor.
You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to T-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. What if Extendivite really works, but you find that hard to believe and you spend precious time looking for someone to say, just try it. I have my help today because of Extendivite, and if I did not take a leap of faith and try it, well, I would be on disability today. Take one bottle of Extendivite as suggested for 60 days to find out for yourself. No need to stop any other meds you may be on. You know by now that they are not working for you. Before the 60 days are up, I know that you will feel Extendivite working for you and will want to take another bottle. Life is too short. Get your Extendivite today. Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Welcome back to Search for Lawful Government, here with Ron Avery at republicbroadcasting.org. And, of course, uh, we're, uh, my co-host today is Lark in Texas, or Lawrence Cumbie. And um, 
we have our two callers now. I'm just going to jump into it and uh, take the first one. Frank uh, from New York, how are you doing? Yes, hello, hello, gentlemen. Um, uh, Ron, uh, I, or for both of you, actually, I have a question. Do both of you believe that property ownership is the highest form of um, a citizenship? That what what uh, ownership is the run that by again? I'm having a hard time understanding the words you're saying. Go ahead. Okay, well, property ownership um, is that would that be considered the uh, highest form of um, freedom of, or citizenship? Uh, for citizenship, no. I, well, I think property ownership is something that needs to be recognized and protected by government. That's that's the sole purpose of government is to protect the property of the individual consisting of their life, liberty, and possessions. It, there is no other purpose for government. It is not to obtain uh, some kind of an agenda. It's not to control the uh, temperature of the earth, the rotation of the sun, or the, uh, the goings of the solar system, or the galaxies, or to find out where we came from, or where we're going, or what to do what to eat, none of that. Government is to protect your property. That's all there is to it. Well, how does, how does one acquire property? One acquires property by putting their work into it, by your works that go into it. First of all, you don't work to obtain life. So you have, you have life as a grant from God. So uh, you don't need anybody's permission to live. And that's why I say, these, this COVID-19 is the greatest attack upon humanity that's ever been launched. Uh, this this uh, drive to make everybody get a vaccine, a shot, because it's trying to make natural uh, man created in the image of God, natural born man created in the image of God into something that is dangerous to society that needs to be tweaked by scientists in order to be safe. Uh, it, that's just the most uh, uh, egregious, horrible, tyrannical project ever conducted. Well, how, how does one acquire property? Well, yeah, and acquire another property, like uh, if you were to acquire uh, land, you, you would be doing something on it. You would, you would put your labors to it. Or if you converted your labors into money, you could buy the property. That's how you acquire it, yes. Well, the reason I'm asking is because if, if, if there's someone who, uh, if, if, there are only land, if there are landowners already there, how could I acquire the land to, to um, put up property? So if some, are you saying if somebody else owns it, how can you acquire it? Yeah. Well, if, you, if, you, if they need something done, you could work for them. And what you exchange, your, your labor is, is, is property. So you would exchange your property for some of their property. They would have to give you some property. Now, here's another problem with what we have is the money system is no longer property because it's not worth anything. It's, it's paper. It has, no, it has no intrinsic value. So when you work today, you're not exchanging your labor for uh, your property for another property. 
they're cheating you right on the face of it because they're not giving you any property in exchange. You you get some tokens and worthless stuff. So, uh, but that that would be the idea is you would have lawful currency which is property, and when you when you exchange your property, you get property back which would be gold or silver intrinsic value, and you buy buy things with that. You exchange again your property for somebody else's property. Well, here's I'm asking this because I recently saw a case where a a property owner made all the mortgage payments except for the last one and was thrown off the property by the sheriff evicted from well, the property by the sheriff how do you explain that what and what remedy could there be for such a person such a situation well, I mean, that is a, a pretty horrendous thing. You're right, uh, because if, the, if he only had one more payment, I, see, that that should be something that's done in a court of equity, meaning a, co a court of uh, uh, a, a court of fairness, a court of not necessarily a suit for damages of money or anything like that, but just a, a, a suit brought for fairness of dealings. So what this is is a, a problem between the dealing of the mortgage uh, company and and the one that's that's paying it, the and so uh, the court should not allow anyone to to foreclose on on property that only had one payment left. I mean, come on. So we really don't own it until the last payment is made to whomever. Well, pretty much, yeah. I mean, because, I mean, otherwise you just have property theft, you know. Madness. Uh, unbelievable. And then we, we killed Gaddafi because he had, one of the things he had given to Libyan people was uh, you, you own your home and the land on it after seven years of payment. Okay, that's just gives me some idea of just where we where we really are in this country. All right, thank yes. you very much. I appreciate your responses. You bet. Yeah, thank you, Frank. I don't think he was very happy with my answer, but that's about all I come up with on a dime there. Okay, uh, Don, From uh, do you have any comments about that, Lark, before we take uh, Don? We got anybody after Don? I don't see anybody. I think Don from Arizona is next. You want to go ahead and have him, then we'll talk about all of it or something. Sure, yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, Don, go ahead. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, Ron Avery. You uh, for a long time uh, since I, I don't know how long I've been listening to you, but you always had this one book that you were pushing, John Locke's Second Treatise, right? Yes. And uh, I think I was the only one that read it. And all the, <laughs> I believe you're right. You're right. All the listeners, and that that is a really uh, skinny book, and it was really cheap. You can buy it at Amazon, real cheap. Yeah, yeah, and it's powerful, um, isn't it? It's amazing. It's a good book, book and uh, cheap and uh, easy to read too. But uh, so I, what I'm saying is that this idea of giving out reading lists and stuff on uh, RBN, uh, I, I don't know if that's actually gonna work you know <laughs> well, well at least we could maybe direct people to it yeah. i still think it would be a good idea to have a reading list because i'd use it myself not that i have a lot of time these days to to read right. things like i did in the past but uh 
but it's good to know the stuff and know where to go and and get a, a book if you want it or maybe even look some of this material now let me say this based on uh, on uh, uh, material that's online uh, there's a there's a website called constitution.org that was originally put up by a friend of mine named John Rowland, J-O-N-R-O-L-A-N-D. He passed away just a couple of years ago, I believe, two or three. And, but his website is still up, and it's got almost every book you can think of related to early America that, that led up to early America, even going back. Is, is uh, political philosophers going back all the way to like the uh, cities of God, uh, so written back in Roman times. So there's a lot of material, on, and the whole books are on there. You can go on there and find the, well, in fact, John Locke's whole second treatise is online at uh, constitution.org. Right. So uh, anyway, that and it would be, of course, I know that uh, Lark and no few people would have time to put up whole books like John Rowland did on so many of them. But uh, it would be a great thing to have a whole website based on, at least on the titles of these books of our enemies, of people that are just conjuring up yeah. techniques well, to steal our property. My opinion is the main thing is just don't comply with what they want to do. And then uh, if somebody tells you to do something, do the opposite, basically, you know. And uh, that's, well, that's but all you got to do that in concert, Don, because I know people well, that have done we that. Can't, by I can't control before. everybody else. I can only control myself. So I don't well, wear a mask, true. and that's it. I'll let you go. Thanks. Okay. Well, I've heard this many times. I got to say, first off, I've heard this many times. Just, just don't comply. I've had people just yell that and scream that to me after when I'm talking, and I, I get the feeling really that what that is, is. Uh, is is they just think that that if everybody just didn't comply, uh, that 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 would be the solution. But the problem is, people don't really not comply. They really comply. It, it's our natural tendency to comply, to avoid uh, harassment, to avoid uh, problems. And so I do believe that people are engineered. We should be smart enough to come together and say. Why should we have such a system that every man has to and every woman has to be alone and resist a, a freight train by laying down by themselves on the railroad track? That does not stop a train, I'm telling you. Uh, to stop a train, you have to take the wheels off that damn thing. You have, you have to take the, the, the gas off of it. you gotta, you got to deprive it of, of, of anything it has to move. And I don't see I don't see the population doing that. Anyway, uh, Lark, what do you say about all that? <laughs> I mean, where to start? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a lot of a lot of stuff, really, and it could be approached a lot of different ways too. You know something? Uh, I mean, I really would uh, invite people to uh, visit my website. And just, uh, you know, become uh, comfortable with the language, because frankly, until you can put it into your own words, uh, 
I submit you're just not going to grasp it. Okay. And so what matters is, is that, uh, the final arbiter, the final authority, uh, is yourself. You know, when we talk about property, I I always say, well, you know, my psychophysical being is my property. That's right. That means my mind and my body. And who else has a claim over mine? Nobody. What has happened is, is in this uh, information age is we've given up one of the central tenets of property, uh, a claim of property ownership. And that's we've given up our privacy. Yes. And so, uh, you know, we don't realize that when we're on the Internet, we're basically on someone else's real estate. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much true as well. I mean, and you certainly have to rent it for sure. But in cyberspace, what we are is interlopers. We're trespassers. You know, we're uh, we're squatters. And and then we become beggars. Yes. I wanted to make one more point before we leave this show because I think it's been expressed by Don here too and I and Frank. I think what today people have, are frustrated with learning. They do, they don't want to learn anything. I don't don't tell me what I got to learn. I I don't have time to learn. I don't I don't want to learn anything. Learning is laborious and I I tend to agree with you when you're talking about general learning. Uh, especially with the kind of crap that's being pumped out everywhere these days. But as our caller Don even said, he, he read John Locke, and I'm impressed with that. Okay, and he's the only one that's admitted that he, uh, he read the book that I advocate to so many people all the time. And uh, it just shows you that one out of a thousand of these people are going to read something and understand something about what lawful society ought to be built on. But it, I am convinced that lawful society does not happen by accident. If people don't know what it is and, and how it comes about and how you create it and how you uh, implement it and maintain it, you're never going to have it. It's, it's like John, I mean, like Thomas Jefferson said, those who w- want to uh, be free and ignorant uh, 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 is not going to happen. Uh, so and that's not quite how he said it. He said it in a lot more clever way than that. But uh, and, and that's what I think we're seeing in people. They don't. They're so burned out on the news and reading and busyness that they. I don't think they think they can anything be done by that. And that their only alternative is to just keep on this treadmill of voting for the who's the best tyrant of the bunch. And I, I just think it's a pathetic condition we're in. We're just sitting here waiting for our masters to deliver our, the next version of tyranny. Shall I weigh in? Sure. Go ahead. <laughs> if, uh, if anybody... Here's here's the takeaway that I'll leave you all with regarding communitarianism and communitarian law. First of all, communitarianism would not be a word that anybody would not know about, uh, except that it was tied to the hip with something called communitarian law. You have to know what it is. It's the new law of the European Union. And it was a it was a law that took 70 to 80 years to create. It's the law, though, which is the model legal 
language of what's being overlaid and superimposed upon all nationalist or nation states laws. Communitarians, Communitarians do not believe anybody has rights which are unaccompanied by duties and responsibilities. Now, you have to say that a couple times in your mind, okay, (laughs) to realize the insidiousness of it all. In other words, you as an American, me as an American, we don't have any rights. Uh, Give it up. You you think you got rights? Well, you don't. Because rights do not exist in their view that are unaccompanied by duties and responsibilities. That's right. Stay stay on that thought, folks, because we've got to take our final break and then uh, uh, stay with us, Lark, and we'll finish it up together. till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop-in lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop-in lift? Our ease-off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the ease-off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my ease-off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com. And hurry, because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Ease off, LLC, 417-932-6419. Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung Kay, and I am currently the lead Shiloji hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shiloji Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilaji as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilaji by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. Shilaji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shilaji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach or a favorite song from the past or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? 
Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To read more about this amazing breakthrough and to order your terahertz frequency want, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. that sound. I can sit here and listen to that whole thing. I like it. Uh, well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. I like the show today, and I like the other one. Uh, I'm going to try to convince uh, Lark here to uh, continue our programs together if he can. Uh, I like uh, hearing about what he has to say, and he has a wealth of knowledge about this communitarian business of where the source of all this tyranny is coming from and how they're uh, able to market these tyrannical ideas to the population and make it happen. And uh, so I also want to tell everybody to stay tuned for uh, James Spencer, my friend, coming on right after this. And uh, so, Lark, uh, yeah, I sure I sure liked your input today. And uh, anything else you'd like to add? Uh, I would just like to say that we are involved in a mimetic war, a meme war, and you'll find that also on my website, tinyurl.com forward slash Lark in Texas, or just do a search for Lark on uh, RBN at republicbroadcasting.org. You can find me on Facebook, Lawrence with a U, Douglas Cumbie, C-U-M-B-I-E. That's my most recent offerings. But I'm going to leave your uh, listeners with this today, Ron. Do a search. What is continuous partial attention? Just like you can search what is communitarian law. You know, while we have this thing called the Internet, you know, we might as well use it and get better, uh, you know, uh, informed about the reality of the world in which we live. But that you can find that question answered. What is continuous partial attention? And I submit that this may be much, this may be the source of much of our angst today in in the modern, hyperconnected cyber world that we all exist in. It seems, and you can find that at lindastone.net forward slash facts f a q. That's lindastone.net forward slash f as in Frank, a as in apple, q as in question, and yes. you, you can determine how at how this public speaker and and author has described or she's differentiated between multitasking and what she describes as continuous partial attention and then as I, I tell you I sure hope you're sure going to write me those things in a email or here on Skype or something because I'm not going to be able to get that down and I don't think our readers will either our listeners but they can go on my 
uh, RBN website and look at the summary of the show and find it right there. So, well, everybody, I think that's going to be the end of it for today. I sure appreciate everybody listening. And thank you for the callers. We do appreciate callers. It's what uh, keeps this thing going and keeps the conversation moving. That's how we all learn. So, okay, we'll see you next week. Have a good weekend. Antelope Hill Publishing is America's leading publisher of dissident books, bringing you a wide variety of new translations and original works on every subject, from the funding behind the transgender movement to first-hand memoirs of World War II previously inaccessible to English-speaking audiences. We publish books that mainstream publishers won't touch, full of information that challenges the political status quo. Whether you count yourself as a political dissident, student of history, connoisseur of philosophy, or enthusiast of exciting and thought-provoking fiction, you owe it to yourself to check out our catalog. With exclusive offerings like The Transgender Industrial Complex, Solzhenitsyn and the Right, The Open Society Playbook, Opioids for the Masses, and many more, there's something for everyone, and new titles are added every month. Check out our catalog today at antelopehillpublishing.com and use code RBNREADERS2023 for 10% off your order. That's RBNREADERS2023 at antelopehillpublishing.com. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. <laughs>